What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome back. We're sitting here with uh, my good friend Kelsey. We're sitting here going through the news today. And uh, there is some breaking news. A lot of sports, a lot of politics, a lot of things that are happening out there. And I've been getting text messages that I'm not, uh, I've not been uh, covering them all. And certainly I do want to cover the things. Is that, is that Clay Travis right there? Let's see. My guy, Clay Travis. Let's see what he's talking about. I like Clay Travis. And let's go ahead and get him potted up. And he's a guy who I really and truly follow because he's a guy who oftentimes makes uh, great takes. And here he is on Fox. Let's listen to him a little bit. It looks like sanity is winning. That's his topic. Let's give it a couple of minutes, and I'll comment on it. As you know, lots of lots of lots are going on. And because I have this microphone, I can talk about the fact that uh, our president of the United States has been accused by Chuck Grassley of Iowa. And he has read an FBI report and alleges that this FBI report states that an informant, an informant, uh, has stated that the president of the United States is involved in bribery schemes. And there are audio tapes and 17 receipts, as we say in the community, of audio tapes where this is going to be breaking news and should have been the biggest news this week. But instead, some news out of Miami is happening. But right now, The big news is, is that the president of the United States has been implicated in a bribery scam uh, of millions of dollars because of his business uh, and his son's business in Burisma in Russia. I think it is. And this happened during the Obama administration uh, when he was vice president. So this is our files that are produced by the FBI. And these are legitimate files by the FBI. They have not been uh, sorted out as anything but the truth so far. And because they are a great, great threat to those who support Joe Biden, who support the liberals, who support the independent liberals who believe that he's the guy, they don't want to cover this. And I was in in lockstep with our radio station with what uh, Dale Jackson talked about this morning. And it's it's I was following some of his posts and he's a he's a radio radio show talk show across the hall from me. And all of a sudden, one of his posts on uh, YouTube all of a sudden got clipped. I'm sorry. It was either clipped by YouTube or Facebook. I can't remember which one, but I checked both of them. And all of a sudden they got clipped as having a copyright violation. And they essentially want to take down his video that espoused on some of these issues and claim that there was a copyright music violation. And upon listening to that clip, there was no music. So there couldn't have been any violation. So in the news media, there are absolutely people who are targeting or getting targeted and talk show hosts get targeted. That's just the way it is. I mean, whether it's sports or whatever, you get targeted if you make statements that somebody does not like these invisible people at Facebook or YouTube. That's the reason why I like to keep it mixed up. And because they don't want to talk about things. They just say, oh, it's on Fox. So it's right wing. And Dale Jackson did an amazing job of going through his access of his database. He can look into a skiff online and he can tell just with a simple search of how many uh, news outlets are covering a story. 
And it's astounding to me that the, the covering of some of these stories of the president are not there. I don't would rather cover what's going on with the current president than someone who's no longer president anymore. And the reality is, I think this is insanity. And I think it's insanity like so many other things are. But maybe, but maybe, you know, in fairness to women in sports and such things, I just want to hear what's going on today. Let's go ahead and roll them right now with Clay Travis on Fox, who is uh, the sports guy for OutKick. Roll them. Americans' views on transgender women in actual women's sports are changing as the national debate over fairness is growing. A new survey shows nearly 70% say trans athletes should only be able to compete against those of the same biological gender. That's up from 62% two years ago. And when it comes by political party, 93% of Republicans are against trans women in women's sports. And even Democrats are evenly divided, 47% in favor, 48 against. Former star, NCAA college swimmer Riley Gaines has been outspoken after being forced to compete against a biological male, Leah Thomas. Really what this is, is it's some sort of George Orwell dystopian novel that we're living in. They want us to say two plus two is five, and you're wrong if you call a spade a spade. This isn't something that's anti-trans. This isn't meant to be hateful. This is pro-woman. It's about fairness. End of discussion. Clay Travis, founder of OutKick, welcome. Uh, Clay, are you surprised at all that the nation statistically now is seeing this a little bit more commensurately with where Republicans have been on the issue? I'm not, Harris, and thanks for having me on. I, I think this is the result of Leah Thomas. I, I, the, when you look at these numbers, 69 to 26 is pretty hard to get anything in America today where it feels like we're evenly divided on it, all sorts of contentious issues. I don't think this is contentious. And, and, and I want to not only point out the Republican opposition, but that Democrats have now moved in favor of women against women's athletes as well, which means that sanity does win here. And Harris, I would say for sports fans, for people who actually know what competition is, they're like 90-10 or 95-5 in favor of a separation of sexes when it comes to competition. Mm -hmm. But realize the difference between the majority there of Democrats, which now oppose this. Harris, every single Democrat member of the House of Representatives and every single Democrat senator actually opposed what the majority of Democrats now support, which is women against women and men against men in athletics. It's actually the Democrat Party itself, which is wildly left-wing relative to where Americans are. And also, I would point out, Harris, ESPN itself. Remember, ESPN said Leah Thomas was a star of women's athletics. Oh, I remember. This man who decided to become a woman, they put that in and had an advertisement saying that he when he became a she, was worthy of commendation. That is an insult to sports fans everywhere. And I think people like Riley Gaines, you, me, who are just voicing sanity here, are starting to have an impact in adjusting the numbers. So, as I've been saying for the last three or four months, the loony left, that is not a space that you want to be, has moved what is the independent thinker line. 
it does not become political to say that men do not need to be in women's sports. But you cannot be a Democrat and and an independent thinker if you don't toe that line. And this is where the dividing line of the nation is right now, is that the money mind is moving toward the fact that more and more people are moving to the center on this issue. More and more liberals, more and more sane entities, sane businesses, Independent-minded people are saying, you know what? I do not want my daughter to compete against men in sports. And what's happening, and I've seen it more and more, millennials are moving to the center. Millennials are starting to move to the left as they start families, especially those who started their families during COVID. Their kids are getting a little bit older. So now they are moving more to the center, more conservative. And that's to be expected as people get older. The reality in this piece that uh, that Clay Travis was talking about is that Riley Gaines, the, the female swimmer from Kentucky, originally from Nashville, who swam for Kentucky, could not win against Leah Thomas. And Leah Thomas, Lenny, I don't think his name is Lenny, but it's something, has decided that he could not beat men. And so he wanted to swim against the women and undress in front of the women and call himself a woman. And he's six foot four, five, whatever he is, built like a huge man. And she said it right. This is some Orwellian dystopian bad dream that someone is checking and testing to see whether or not we'll take this. And it's not me, you. It's the little people. It's the people who don't have power. It's the people who don't watch news all the time. And I think the news line is starting to catch up with them. And as it starts to catch up with them, these news entities, these news entities who are now moved online, whether it's Twitter, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Facebook, someone has got to start to understand that a lot of people who work for these companies, some of them don't even live in the United States. They're taking down legitimate content. And as the, as the, as we see media starting to spiral, spiral, spiral in a way that everyone has access to it, people are looking at it themselves and going, wait a minute, these crazy right wing Republicans aren't that crazy after all, because what they're talking about is something that's simple and sane that men do not belong in women's sports, period. It's, it's, it's these sports that have such a, a advantage for women to compete against each other. It means a whole lot. Let's scroll down a little bit more. I just want to make certain that I was trying to catch a little bit because I understand that uh, there's some breaking news on um, the, the former president. And, of course, there's no news story unless, unless, unless it's about him. Well, let's go in. Let's go up a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Right down. Right, well, stop, stop, stop. Uh, right there. You almost hit it. So, ultimately, this has becoming a uh, – please, let's go down to MSNBC. We'll give them some run. Let's see how they play it. Go ahead and play it for, for the folks. Um, this is MSNBC. And, of course, you know their left organization – they're a left-wing organization, but I'm going to give them some run in terms of fairness. This is the sports church. I'll allow them to have a voice. I will allow them, unlike them not allowing people like Dale Jackson to have a voice in, in new media, I will allow them to have a voice on the show because I believe in the free press. They don't because they're simply spending all their time on a president who's no longer president instead of focusing on the things that affect our national security today. If this thing is true about Joe Biden and him being on audio, 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 
by the FBI informant turned into the FBI and the FBI shows it to the U.S. Congress. In fact, we all need to see it. We all need to hear it because in fact, if that is true, he may not be president of the United States and they're trying to muddy the water. Get Trump, get Trump, get Trump. Okay, if you get Trump, now what? Oh, okay, now we'll go back and we'll deal with Joe. No, Joe is the current president. And if I am Kamala Harris, I will be warming up my voice. The fat lady is singing, as we say in sports. Well, right now, let's listen to this breaking news of Donald Trump and his 37 counts. Now, let me break this down. These 37 counts could actually be seven counts multiplied and stacked on top of each other like pancakes and be derivatives of each other. For instance, I steal your dog. I go to your house, take your dog. Okay, I got it. The cops come to my house and say, did you take the dog? No. If you do that to the FBI, that's a count for lying, lying, lying. So now instead of just having an account of stealing the dog, there's a now account for me lying about stealing the dog. And there's an additional account for conspiracy because my friend drove me to get the dog and I claim I didn't know her anything or about the dog. So now it's four counts. That's how they stack counts from one charge. So it's not about the thing that you did. It's about the cover up of the thing that you did. Go ahead. Roll them. Ken Delaney joins us from outside the courthouse. Ken, tell us what happened in there. We've all been waiting. Andrea, Donald Trump's lawyer, Todd Blanche, pled not guilty on his behalf. He said, we most certainly enter a plea of not guilty. When asked by the magistrate judge how he pleads, it was a very pro forma, very bare bones uh, proceeding in there. It lasted probably around five minutes I left after Mr. Trump's plea was entered, so I didn't hear his co-defendant, Walt Nada, who we assume also pleads not guilty. I can tell you that the, uh, the government was represented by David Harbach of the special counsel's office, Jay Bratt, who's the chief of the counter espionage section of the Justice Department, who's been working on this case, and Julie Edelstein of the National Security Division. Um, Mr. Trump is represented by, as I said, Todd Blanche, one of his lawyers from New York, who has been admitted to enter this case uh, by Judge Cannon, and he said he'll be doing this permanently. So he's going to represent Donald Trump in this case. And also Chris uh, Keyes, who is a Florida lawyer who has been sort of off again, on again with the Trump team. Um, the magistrate judge welcomed everyone to the Southern District of Florida. <laughs> Mr. Trump sat stone faced He's wearing a blue suit and a red tie at the table with his lawyers and with his co-defendant, Walt Nauta. Um, and they waived a formal reading of the indictment. So it's a, it was a really pro forma, bare bones affair, Andrea. Ken, uh, what are we expecting next? Is the, the judge going to schedule something for soon after this? Yeah, well, at, um, so what would have happened after the plea? Obviously, I left the courtroom, but they, they would talk about conditions uh, moving forward of, of release. Obviously, he's not expected to be detained. Um, so the magistrate judge would impose any any potential conditions and and then schedule a next appearance. And um, I'm sure you've reported because I called it in hours ago that before the hearing, um, they were Mr. Trump and Mr. Nada were both processed by the federal marshals. And, and we understand that Mr. Trump uh, was fingerprinted through a digital fingerprint system, but his mugshot was not taken. They used an existing uh, photo of Mr. Trump as the official book. So there was no mugshot. There was a digital fingerprint system they used in place, which probably means he didn't have to be there. They don't get the perp walk with his hands behind his back. He didn't even say not guilty. His lawyer said it for him. And it was done in five minutes. That's the way it works. This case will be kicked down the road 
till after the election. But the dirt is done. 37 counts. Trump pleads not guilty. And they go forward in Miami. And, of course, there's going to be other uh, trials coming up soon. And this is a part of the get Trump, get Trump, get Trump plan. Whether or not he runs or not doesn't matter. They're just trying to dirty him up a little bit so you don't vote for him. Let's talk more. This is the end of this segment, and I'll be back on the other side. And we will be right back with Christian Horn. Sports. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. <laughs> I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. <laughs> Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever. You listen. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Church Radio. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen.